This is where Montana talks. Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Yeah, I mentioned earlier in the 6 o'clock hour, they finally got it done. About dang time. Uh, you know, what's that popular song? It's about damn time. Yeah, it's about damn time. They finally impeached Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas for his role in this treasonous invasion on our southern border. Uh, we've got a reaction now, of course, uh, also from uh, Montana Congressman Ryan Zinke. In fact, it was kind of funny. He shared he shared something via Twitter yesterday via X.com. How it started versus how it's going. Zinke among the first to support Homeland Security Secretary impeachment. Uh, that was an article from back. Oh, God, when was that? that was, man, that was... Uh, that was a while back. And then uh, and then a new headline now uh, from CNN. House impeaches Alejandro Mayorkas, first cabinet secretary to be impeached in almost 150 years. And certainly he is deserving of just that. But uh, Zinke is also the chair, the co-chair of the Northern Border Security Caucus, voting in support of impeachment. Uh, for, quote, willful and systemic refusal to comply with the law in enforcing border policy and a breach of public trust. The vote passed by 214 to 13, so just a one-vote difference. Of course, if it had been a tie vote, it it would have failed. Uh, Zinke said, quote, as a former secretary myself, I do not take this vote lightly. However, the evidence is clear. Secretary Mayorkas has been derelict in his duties, willfully choosing to not enforce the laws of our nation, which is allowing an invasion at the southwest border. The impacts are being felt as far away as Montana, where the cartels are targeting our people with deadly fentanyl, human trafficking, and violent crime. Zinke says, I was one of the first to sponsor the articles of impeachment and today cast my vote with confidence to remove Mayorkas from office. Uh, let's see. Yeah, go to go to x.com slash Aaron Flint. You can see that and much more. Something else that caught my eye speaking about this uh, invasion on our southern border here. The dailywire.com has this customs and border protection apprehended 269 Chinese nationals attempting to enter the U.S. illegally on Monday, raising the number of Chinese illegal immigrants encountered by Border Patrol agents to over 20,000 in the past five months alone, 20,000 Chinese nationals encountered by Border Patrol agents on our southern border just in the last five months alone. And that's just the ones that they had encounters with. What about the other ones that snuck across our border and did not encounter Border Patrol agents? And then you remember, oftentimes, even when they encounter our Border Patrol agents, what do Joe Biden, John Tester, and Alejandro Mayorkas allow them to do? They, they allow them to be released right into this country. Um, Marco Rubio, Florida Senator Marco Rubio, um, had a very good point talking about how, you know, you could be a 20-year-old so-called refugee come to America and you get more money than retirees who worked and paid taxes get from Social Security. Uh, I'll have that audio for you after this. Phone lines are open as well. 
Joe Biden had a complete meltdown last week for all to see. But then again, we've been seeing it for quite some time. John Tester says that Joe Biden is 100% with it, thinks he's fine, doing a good job. We've got that video and much more. Go to MontanaTalks.com or download the Montana Talks app for your smartphone, plus that big NBC News report, how the Mexican drug cartels are targeting Native American women in Montana. That full report. Go to MontanaTalks.com or check it out on the app. Broadcasting live across the great state of Montana. Montana is talking here. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Oh, man, I almost forgot to share the big breaking news in the U.S. House race uh, in eastern Montana, the eastern Montana Congressional District. I I know I call it the eastern Montana District because all of eastern Montana is in the district. I I know some of you are like, Helena doesn't count. Helena is not eastern Montana, but Helena is in the eastern district. So uh, but I've still got going to call it the Eastern Montana Congressional District, even though Helena don't really count as Eastern Montana. Uh, I'm, I'm with you there. And no offense to our friends in Helena. Uh, you know, uh, it's a great city, great town. Uh, it's just not Eastern Montana. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Um, okay, so, all right, you guys already know the big news. So uh, Donald Trump endorsing Tim Sheehy uh, for the Republican U.S. Senate race here in Montana. And and yet, uh, Congressman Matt Rosendale uh, is is still in the in the Senate race. A lot of people have been encouraging Matt. Why don't you stay in the House, man? And uh, but no, he's he's still uh, still running for the U.S. Senate. Uh, last we heard, Tim and Savage has some big news for us here this morning. Our Mondakistan bureau chief. Good morning. Now that Matt has defied all of the excellent advice he was given to stay in the House and decided to run for the Senate, there is a growing, crowded field of Republicans hoping to replace him. Now that the Eastern District House seat is open, and first off, before I finish the message here from Tim and Savage, I want you guys to know Tim, so Tim and Savage, I mean, if you didn't hear his credentials last week on the show, He's uh, he's been a public school teacher. He's been a, a school superintendent uh, from Scobie to the Golden Triangle, Sunburst, uh, and and uh, you know and uh, serves on the board of public ed. Uh, he's a pastor. And then he's like a chaplain for what was it? Is it the fire department there? He's with the VFW auxiliary. I mean, this guy just uh, he's a true public servant. Just a great guy all around. But anyway. He has big news for us here this morning. Now that the Eastern District House seat is open, I am officially announcing on Montana Talks that I will not be running for that seat. (laughs) I will remain in my position as elected county superintendent and fulfill my term. This primary will be wild. That's from Tim and Savage. So that's the big breaking news. Uh, Tim is not running for the Eastern Montana congressional seat. Now, everybody else may be. But he is not. He, you know, they'd say that, uh, you know, he's the last man standing, but I guess he's the last man uh, uh, sitting down. He's the last man uh, seated. Uh, they're just not standing up to run for the Eastern Montana Congressional seat. Oh, that was great, Tim. Thanks for that message, uh, as always. 406-294-0970 is the number for you. All right. I know we got a lot of retired folks listening out there. 
I know, because uh, we need to stop taxing your Social Security benefits here in Montana. I know, that's something we got to get done here in this upcoming legislative session. But uh, think about this. You've worked your entire life, and you've been taxed, 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 taxed. Ta- think about all the wealth you could have accumulated if you weren't giving it all to the government for the, for your, for the last 60-plus years, Right. Well, then think about this. Imagine you just showed up in the United States of America and and they and you're a so-called refugee. Yeah, maybe you're 23, 24 years old. And and we know that that because of these uh, these left wing activists that they're trying to dump a bunch of so-called refugees into Billings, Montana. So think about it. A so-called refugee, maybe from the socialist uh, dictatorship of Venezuela. Maybe it's an Iranian uh, Hezbollah operative who, uh, you know, went to Iran to pretend to be a, a Venezuelan, to pretend to be a refugee, to come into America. That guy shows up in Billings, Montana. He gets more money than you retired folks get from Social Security. Listen to Marco Rubio, Florida Senator, explain. One of the things I see a lot in South Florida are people that have been in this country, they may have came from Cuba 45 years ago. They've worked here their entire lives. They retire. They get $800, $900, $1,000 a month from Social Security. And then they run into somebody who just got here from Cuba three months ago, 29 years old, doesn't work, and is given $1,500 a month in benefits by our government because they're refugees. That refugee, a year later, is traveling back to Cuba 15 times. So you're a refugee fleeing oppression from a place that you now go back and visit 15 times the following year. And in the meantime, we're giving you Medicaid, food stamps, health care for your children, cash payments from the refugee fund. So imagine if you've been working here for 40 years and your Social Security check is smaller than the benefits going to a 28-year-old, able-bodied person who just got here. That's real. That happens. That's happening every day. That makes no sense. My goodness. Well, oh, well, six months ago, I, I identified as an oppressed Cuban refugee. But now that I'm in America, I identify as a tourist who wants to go to Cuba. Good night. What an absolute. John Tester is responsible for this. Another reminder, he is bringing the pain. Hey, if you're dealing with pain, you got pain in your knees, pain in your hips, pain in your back. You got to deal with the election pain uh, coming up in November. But if you got to deal with the pain in your joints, you got to call today and get a free consultation. Uh, QC Kinetics specializes in something known as regenerative medicine. That's where they take the healing agents that are already in your body that, and they consolidate them and, 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 and they put them directly into those achy joints so that you can get over that pain in those joints without surgery, without painkillers, and without the downtime that can be associated with it. Uh, I'm telling you what, it, it's a free consultation, so it, it doesn't hurt to just give them a call, find out if this is something that you want to pursue and look into and, and something that might work for you. QC Kinetics, 406-201-6263. QC Kinetics, 406-201-6263. Call today for your free consultation. We'll get into your phone calls right after this. This is where Montana talks at with Lane Nordland. The average age of farmers and ranchers increased again in the latest census of agriculture to 58.1 years old. While the age trend of farmers continues to increase, the number of farms and ranches is decreasing. 
which Secretary of Agriculture Tom Vilsack said should be concerning to every American. In 2017, when we did the survey, there were 2,042,220 farms. Today, the survey reports we have 1,900,487 farms. That's 142,000 fewer farms in five years. There was also a 20 million acre reduction of land taken out of ag production, totaling 880 million acres. This act also referenced a 1980 report of then Agriculture Secretary Bob Berglund and his concerns about the future of agriculture. Secretary Berglund was concerned in 1981 as he was leaving this job about the impact on the number of farms and the impact on losing farms will have on small communities and rural places. Well, if you look at the number of farms that were in existence when he issued that warning and compare it to today, we've lost 535,000 farms. This survey is essentially telling us, asking the critical question of whether as a country, are we okay with losing that many farms? Bill Sack says with the majority of farmers needing off-farm income to keep the lights on, a focus on profitability needs to be a priority. I'm Lane North Lund. Serving the great state of Montana, from the peaks of the Beartooths to the banks of the Clark Fork River, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. So is the Bozeman city manager going to resign or is he going to stick around? Is he going to stand and fight and uh, stick around and just wait for that FU money that he was bragging about getting? If he just sticks around long enough, he can cash in, get that nice uh, vested retirement plan. Get that fu money. I, I saw a headline. I was scrolling through some more uh, some more news headlines during the break. There, there's some stuff that I didn't get a chance to get to this morning. And uh, well, actually, I, I printed up an NBC Montana story here. Remember the uh, the Bozeman city manager who was trashing uh, the voters in Bozeman. He was trashing the elected city commissioners and the and the mayor of Bozeman. He got busted in that viral video. Uh, Mike Hope, who is the uh, the owner of the Rock and R Bar in Bozeman, remember he joined us on the show, and he said that this Mihalik guy, this uh, city manager of Bozeman, should do the right thing and just resign. Uh, now, uh, apparently, the city the city commission is saying the same thing. Basically, they are calling on uh, the city manager to just step down, to just willingly resign and step down. Uh, so I'll, I'll have to read the story. Is he is he going to step down or is he going to stand and fight? Uh, so that he can he can hope to stay on the job and get that fu money from you, the taxpayers of Bozeman. Four zero six two nine four zero nine seventy is the number for you, Gary in Billings. Great to hear from you, Gary. What's going on this morning? Yeah, good morning, Aaron. Thanks for taking my call. Morning. As I read this big article in the Gazette about uh, the race between Matt Rosendale and Tim Sheeney. It appears that he attacked Tim Sheely right off the bat. And it doesn't make a lot of sense uh, when you're going to stir up the pot to who gets to go against Tester. He doesn't say anything about what he's going to do other than attack Tim. So uh, as an older person that I have been around a lot of years, I just feel like people have got to decide who will represent our country, our people, 
And now it seems like that this has all gone to his head. And there's a saying about don't overload your your alligator mouth against your killdeer A. And I think that's what Matt is doing. Yeah, you know, I, I, several months ago. So, so what you're saying, Gary, is is Matt Rosendale needs to attack John Tester. Instead, Matt Rosendale is is focused on attacking uh, other Republicans. Uh, so that you're just you're saying that does not sit well with you as a as a primary Republican voter. You're looking at who's the best candidate to take on John Tester, and and if 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 they're not out there taking on the fight to John Tester, well, why should they be the man? To take on John Tester. Yeah, like I say, Matt has done some good things, and most people want him to stay in the house. But it just seemed like that we we have people that don't represent us and get things done. And it's like you were talking about taxing our Social Security. You know, I'm an old guy too, and I've paid all my life, and now. What are we going to get done if we can't get John Tester out there? And uh, he's just sitting there like, oh, good, I I can just sit back and watch them tear each other up. So why is it that it's so important for people to support Matt when he he's bucking it out on the eastern part? Against his own party. Well, that's that's what it seems like. So, so Gary, you get the sense because you know it's hard to know what what a majority of folks actually think out there, right? But it it seems like what what I've been hearing consistently. We've had people call in and look. I I know people that that they truly are. They they truly are friends of Matt Rosendale's. They truly are supporters of Matt Rosendale's. They love everything he's been doing in the House of Representatives. Some Republicans really don't like it. It's left a bad taste in their mouth. They think he's dividing the party, and 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 that's why uh, nothing's getting done is because the Republicans in the House have been divided instead of united in the fight. But but a lot of people, in, including some of his his close friends, really love what he's doing. But they but. Uh, from a majority of them, I've been hearing just what you just said, which is stay in the house. What are you doing? Um, uh, now, not all of them, but but it sounds like a majority of them have been saying just that. And, you know, there was a photo a few months ago of of, uh, of Matt Rosendale and John Tester just, you know, smiling and whooping it up. They just look like the best of buddies. And it's like it's like, dude, you realize like the Democrats are propping you up. They're buttering you up because they want to slice you up and, and cook you for dinner in the November election. They're they're not buttering you up because they're your friends, they're your buddies, they're your pals, and they want to help you out here. And so I I, I don't know if, if it's consultants that are hoping to cash in on a Senate race uh, that because they're going to get their cut of the money no matter what uh, at the end of the day. They just but it, but it, but their guy has to be in the race if they're going to get their cut of the money, right? You know. Um, and and so I, I like who is is pushing him down this path when everybody else is saying, Matt, stay in the house, stay in the fight there. All right, stand by back in 60 seconds. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. The slim Republican majority in the House gets even slimmer. We win. Democrat Tom Suozzi wins a special election in New York, beating Republican Mozzie Pillip for the seat left open by Republican George Santos's expulsion. Suozzi held the seat before Santos and left Congress to unsuccessfully run for New York governor. 
House Republicans, by one vote, impeached Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas, who would take a two-thirds vote in the Senate to remove him from office. Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene, who will serve as one of the impeachment managers, has a message for senators. Border security is the number one issue in every single campaign in every single state. Republicans accused Mayorkas of not following the law and misleading the public about the border being secure. Democrats call it a sham impeachment. Fox's Ryan Schmelz, an impeachment vote fell one vote short last week. America's listening to Fox News. All right, Gary, thanks for the phone call. Yeah, uh, we had open phones yesterday in the show, in our, our statewide show in the 9 o'clock hour of the program, and had a bunch of great callers. And, you know, the first half of the show, it, it seemed like the, the callers that, that dominated in the first half of the program were saying what Gary just said, which is, Matt, stay in the house. Uh, wh- what are you doing? I mean, you haven't even raised a hundred. Th- you, c- you didn't even raise a hundred thousand dollars last quarter. And uh, look, is John Tester holding on to his campaign cash until June, until after the primary is over? Is is John Tester waiting to get into the fight until August or September? Uh, no, John Tester started running radio and TV and online commercials several months ago. Well, why would he be doing that? Why isn't he saving his money for the general election? Uh, because he wants to win the general election. You can't wait until August to start raising money. You can't wait until August to start spending money. You can't just sit back and assume, well, look, I get it. None, the money's not flowing in yet. But but after the primary, oh, they, they'll be forced to send their money to Montana. The conservative donors all across America, they're going to be forced to send money because this Senate race is so important. They're just going to send their money here. Really? If, if they don't think the race is winnable at that point, uh, I, I'm sorry to break it to you. They're not sending their money to Montana. There will be no reinforcements. And the fire will be directed at you from them. The, 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 fire that, the, the fire that the Democrats are throwing at Navy SEAL veteran and Purple Heart veteran Tim Sheehy right now, which, by the way, I think, oddly enough, is actually kind of helping him right now. It's kind of funny. Uh, but... The Democrats have been running ads promoting Congressman Rosendale. The New York Times, uh, uh, you know, confirmed this uh, what two weeks ago, and they've been spending a million dollars a week to falsely attack a Navy SEAL because they are afraid of John Tester having to run against a Navy SEAL. They want to run against Matt Rosendale, and but this idea that oh well, they, are these conservatives really what, what makes you think they're they're going to send money to you? In August or in July, if they don't think the race is winnable at that point, when they have a fight on their hands in Arizona and they want to send their money to Cary Lake or they have a fight on their hands over here and we've got a fight on our hands to win back the White House. Why would they send their money to a race they think is not winnable when they could send their money somewhere else where they think they could win? Or they think they could get Donald J. Trump back in the White House. And especially now that Donald J. Trump came out and endorsed a candidate in this race. If you couldn't raise $100,000 last quarter, how are you going to raise it next quarter? Or the quarter after that? Or the quarter after that? But, But instead just jump in and attack the Republicans just like John Tester and Chuck Schumer are doing right now? How about Republicans unite and get in the fight or stay in the fight? And let's win some Supreme Court seats that keeps throwing our legislators fine work in the trash can. And let's and let's hold OPI in the audience. 
Broadcasting live across the great state of Montana, Montana is talking here. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right, we should lighten things up. I was starting to get fired up again, man. I, I, was, I was like, man, here we go again. And I, I did what I shouldn't do, which is I went and got another cup of coffee during that last break there. Anyway, I was joking with Travis. I was like, okay, Travis, I about started going on that rant again, didn't I? I started, man, yesterday at like 640, it was just, uh, just went off on this rant. And it was funny. I was running into people uh, across town yesterday, and they were like, man, I love that rant this morning. Man, that was good. And then we got that great phone call from Carrie White. Carrie White is just one of the best out there, uh, former state legislator out of the Gallatin Valley, uh, long time uh, fighting for your your access uh, through Citizens for Balanced Use. And he called in. That was a great phone call. And so I was joking with Travis. I was like, you know, I, okay, I don't need to go on my rant again because our producer, Travis, did a big story. Uh, you can find it on our Montana Talks website right now. Montana Talks host offloads on the GOP. That's uh, Travis's write-up. It's on the Montana Talks website right now. It's got the audio of my rant if you want to hear it. It's got, better yet, it's got the audio of Carrie White's phone call at about uh, 6.50 in the morning yesterday. So if you missed it, uh, there it is. You can find it there. Uh, So, you know, as I'm producing stories for our Montana Talks website, uh, you know, I, I can pull in stories. You know, our producer Travis writes stories. I can put those on our Montana Talks website. I do a couple of stories every day. I can grab stories from contributors in Missoula and, you know, Casper, Wyoming, Bozeman, Shelby, you name it, right? Great Falls. There was this, and every now and then I'll check some of the national uh, stories, especially like some of the stuff that's specifically for like the country music radio stations. Uh, Travis, do you got Beyonce queued up in there? Um, You don't need to run it yet. Do you got Beyonce queued up in there? Uh, Oh, so I see this headline and I'm like, OK, I can't help but click on this one. Country radio station is not snubbing Beyonce's country song after all. And I'm like, what, what Beyonce did a country song up in here? We got a Beyonce doing a country song. I'm like, ah, is it really a country song? I don't know. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why don't you just play just so we won't play too much of it here. But I, I want to get your take. You got to message us on our Montana Talks app. Is this a country song or or is it just, you, you know, you throw in a do 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 here and there and, and that makes it a country song? I don't I don't know if I would consider this a country song. I, I don't think so. But you tell me. Actually, the start, I didn't hear the start before. This has a good country start. to the flow now. Woo. There's a tornado. All right, we can, we can, actually, I kind of, I think earlier when I listened to it, I went to like YouTube or something, and the part that I heard, uh, yeah, we can, we can fade it out here eventually, but I actually, I don't know, I kind of like the start of that one. The part that I had heard earlier, I was like, nah, I don't know if that's really country song, but that was kind of cool. I mean, 
I don't know, some of you, some of you, I think I, I got a note from my friend Mike in Bozeman uh, just a few minutes ago, listen to this show. I, I, th- I think Mike, he would go two-step with Beyonce uh, to that song. I, would you do that, Mike? Uh, anyway, that was Mike in Bozeman, but we got Mike in Big Timber on the phone lines. Uh, Mike, what's going on? Great to hear from you this morning. Uh, about three inches of snow over here in Big Timber, and we need it. Hallelujah. Yeah, that's good. I mean, it, it makes the roads a little slick, but we need that moisture. Yeah, g- good to hear. Uh, um, Aaron, I, I guess you heard it on the news, but that vacant seat uh, that uh, Santos in uh, New York uh, left yeah. is now is, occup- is occupied by a Democrat. Yep. This, to me, gives me more... Um, emphasis on Rosendale's seat in Congress. How important one seat is. Yeah, one seat is... I mean, think about it. The, the impeachment right. of Mayorkas yesterday. Boy, I mean, Santos... Like, okay, wait. I, I could care less about whatever criticisms people have of Santos. What about Adam Schiff? I mean, what about wait. Ilhan Omar? She married her brother and lied her way into the immigration process in this country. Well, but she doesn't get kicked out of Congress. But Adam Schiff no. doesn't get kicked out of Congress. And it's like, you know what? We, I, don't, I, I don't care if, if I like Santos, if we like Santos or don't like Santos. But, we, but man, we almost needed his vote yesterday, didn't we? Absolutely. You have, and you know this for a fact. Democrats are immune. They're totally immune to any kind of um, censor. You know, maybe they get censored. You know, which is a, like a, a slap on the wrist, but they're immune to any uh, anything that uh, would remove them from power. That's that's the uh, that's the issue. And if Rosendale is doing such a great job and his seat is needed in Congress, he should look at the big picture and stay. I don't know if anybody could ch- if he if he loses the primary and Tim Sheehy is the man. That the uh, public says, "Okay, you're going to run against Tester." Does um, does Rosendale now lose his seat in Congress? If he if he stays in the Senate race uh, after the filing deadline and does not reverse course and and switch back to the House seat, yeah, no, he doesn't keep his seat in, in in Congress. If he loses either in the primary or in the general election, if he loses to Tim Sheehy, which polling. And campaign fundraising suggests he will lose in the primary. Uh, but then, of course, he, he could lose to Tester in the general election. And, yeah, he's out of Congress altogether. Uh, and so, well, yeah. That's more of an incentive to stay where you are. I mean, you just don't want the Democrats to have an opportunity to take over that seat. Well, and I know, look, I know people, we've had we've had uh, good friends of Congressman Rosendale call into this show. And, and they know who they are. We had one of them earlier this week, some of the most solid people of faith uh at a carbon county in particular that you know that they're telling him matt just stay in the house stay in the fight there and you know what he Mm -hmm. and and unfortunately he doesn't want to hear it i mean like like yesterday uh he he didn't he was uh, he was in billings montana on or monday i think it was he he was in billings montana and, and he goes to this radio station that loves to put john tester on all the time and then he went to that radio station over there uh my friends Mark and Paul down the hall have been on the radio for 35 years in Billings, Montana. They are a hugely impactful show. In fact, I would argue that that without our show here and without their show there, that that 
Steve Daines would not have carried Yellowstone County against Steve Bullock, a sitting Democrat governor, by 16 points. Yellowstone County used to be a bellwether county. Steve Daines beat Steve Bullock by 16 points in Yellowstone County in that election. And and the breakfast flakes and, and this show right here, you know, we're getting the truth out about Bullock. And the Democrats. And, 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 and so Matt Rosendale was in town on Monday and doesn't even go see the breakfast flakes? Well, mm-hmm. I, and, and why not? Why wouldn't you? It's, boy, you're going to need them. You need them if you want to win not just a general election. You need them if you want to win a primary election, too. And you don't even go see them? It, what, what because, right. because Paul Mushaven endorsed Tim Sheehy, so now you're, you're not even going to show up and take advantage of the microphone? Or, you know, it's just like, what are you doing, <laughs> man? <laughs> In the, in the most populous county and city in the Eastern District also. Well, yeah. I mean, you, you can – yeah, I think you can hear them in Big Timber. You're hearing us in Big Timber. You're, yep. you're kind of right. Oh, yeah. yeah, you're right in the middle because then you push a little closer to Bozeman and you're picking up uh, KMMS, et cetera. But, yeah, I mean, you think of all the counties you're reaching, not just Yellowstone County, but folks in, in Harlow. Uh, Eddie's Corner is picking up all of our Billings radio signals. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Uh, Northern Cheyenne yep, Reservation, and it's like – uh, man, well, just... he's got a dis- uh, Rosendale's got a decision to make. Either you pull out quickly before that, you know, that date where that cutoff date, or you're you're slicing your own throat. That's my opinion. I just don't want the Democrats to have any kind of a foothold in that eastern district. Well, you think of it. I mean, now the, the theory, kind of in, now in defense of of of, of uh, you know Rosendale leaving the house, not you know just to play you know the other side here. Oh, that's a safe district for Republicans in the Eastern District. Whoever wins the primary huh. will win. So, but, but Mike, again, we can't take anything for granted. What if a Brian Schweitzer decided to jump into that race? Uh, now, right. you know what? I mean, what if, right? And yep. and Republicans yep. spend the next four months, five months infighting each other, and then maybe even after that, and then you get a big Democrat name or or who you never just you never know that I would don't don't take anything for yep. granted is my point. Well, that's the reason the guy got fired from the Marble Company, uh, Aaron. He took it for granted. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Well, and now there's an artificial uh, uh, version you can use instead, <laughs> instead of the marble or the granite, probably, right? Uh, hey, Mike, right. Mike, great to hear from thanks. you. Yeah, thanks for you calling. Too. All right. You betcha. All right, we got Richard and Jordan. See, again, how big these radio signals out of Billings are. We got Richard and Jordan listening and coming up next on the phone lines. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Fox News commentary. Meta will no longer recommend political content on Instagram and threads, but something tells me this means conservative political content. I'm Tommy Laren. More next. I'm Charles Payne. Listen to my Unstoppable Prosperity podcast so I can get you making money right now. 35 years on Wall Street taught me how to successfully invest in the stock market. In my four-part series, I'm going to teach you, too. Some of Fox Business's finest join me to help tell my story, impart crucial lessons from my Unstoppable Prosperity book, and give you the tools to achieve your own financial dreams. Listen anytime, everywhere at foxbusinesspodcast.com or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. 
Meta announced that Instagram and Threads will no longer recommend political content to users. Facebook has already adopted this policy to reduce the amount and frequency that political-themed content appears in your feed, reels, groups, and page recommendations. Instagram and Threads will now do the same. In a statement, Meta said these changes to the Instagram and Thread apps will impact Instagram Reels, Instagram Explore, as well as the in-feed recommendations. Since we can't actually see their algorithms, I can't tell you for certainty, but given my personal experience with Meta, I can give you a pretty good idea. Content like mine will be buried and shadow banned into the abyss. But something tells me the merry-go-round of content that promotes the radical pride agenda, Big Green Movement, BLM Scam, or POTUS Joe will still be as visible as ever. Meta is filled with liberal activists who set the algorithms and the definition of political content, so just take a wild guess how they're going to apply their new rules. I'm Tommy Laren, and you can watch my show, Tommy Laren is Fearless, at Outkick.com. People whose first year with promo code CLAY. Brought to you from the Montana Hot Spring Spas and Saunas Live Well, Feel Better Studio. Montana is talking here. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Well, you know, I, I, I talked about two-stepping with Beyonce over in Bozeman, and uh, Travis is in a much better mood now. All of a sudden, Travis is just like, uh, had had too much coffee just like me. <laughs> anyway, yeah, you guys should message me, because I, I think I'm going to do a little write-up on our, our website about this thing later today, and uh, mainly because I, I always write about all these serious topics for our website, and I let everybody else do all the clickbait trash. I'm going to do some clickbait trash today. I'm going to do some clickbait trash. That's what I'm going to do. Uh, plus, if you like, apparently, if you include Montana and Texas in the same stupid headline, you get better Google search results clicks. So if you want to be shameless and get these stupid website clicks, that's a way to do it. Anyway, God, it's just such a joke. We get way more people listening on the radio about, oh, digital, 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 digital. Yeah, settle down. Simmer down now. All right, 406 970 Richard and Jordan, great to hear from you. What's going on? Good morning, sir. Morning. All right, I'm going to start off by saying that uh, Matt Rosendale has my vote for the House. Tim Sheehy has my vote for the Senate. Uh, I'm going to move on from there and say, uh, I, I just have a question, if you can help me with it. What is the purpose in... Um, impeaching Mayorkas if they will not uh, find him guilty in the Senate, which we know that they won't, which means we've gone through the motions of doing a vote. We know he's guilty, but in the end, nothing will come of it. He'll still have his job. Nothing's going to change on the border. Uh, so I, I just I, I would love to have somebody. Now, I know it's going to help us with Tester because Tester is going to be at the end of the day, he's going to be on record as wanting to keep the border the way that it is when he votes to acquit. But I don't, I, I, I'm just completely at a loss as to what the purpose is and why everybody's so excited about, about, you know, him being impeached. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think what it does is I, I think it, to me, it's kind of similar to, um, to when the Texas governor shipped the illegal aliens to the sanctuary cities. Like, okay, what really needs to happen is any of these illegal aliens need to just be deported out of this country immediately. Um, but look at look at the symbolism and look at the, the, the impact, especially on the important political narrative heading into 2024 that that, that move has now done um, to expose 
what what Biden and Tester are doing to the rest of this country. So I think it was important from from that standpoint in particular. Um, I would also I would also agree with Tim and Billings here, Richard. You know, um, he says, I agree that Rosendale deserves criticism for vacating his seat in the House that would empower Democrats. But let's not forget that Zinke also empowered Democrats by voting to remove Santos without letting due process take its course in its entirety. Uh, the one upsmanship between these conservative factions will only hurt Montana. Yeah, I agree. I, you know, as I, you know, as, as big of a fan as I am of Congressman Zinke and his work in the House. I mean, he was one of the first to call for the impeachment of Mayorkas. I, 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 I was uh, kind of right in there in line with with Tim and in Billings and others saying, "Well, wait a minute. Why are we kicking Santos out before we've kicked out Rashida Tlaib, Ilhan Omar, Adam Schiff, Fang Fang's boy, Swalwell, and the rest of them?" Right. Well, I, I completely agree with what you're saying. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of hypocrisy that goes on with, within Congress and within our own, you know, the, the Republican Party. Or just difference in uh, strategy. Yeah, even if not hypocrisy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And I just, I mean, I, I see what they did with Donald Trump multiple times. And it went nowhere. And... Okay, now that was a totally different scenario because the Democrats were able to use that constantly saying he was impeached. Well, yeah, he was, but he wasn't found guilty, so mm. it didn't matter. Yeah, the same. But it's still look at but look at the way they constantly used it to further try to chip away at at Trump. Uh, all right, we're out of time. Richard, call back later if you want to chat more. Uh, by the way, um, some Republicans told us that a smaller GOP majority was a good thing. Do they still stand by that as well?